0: rewriting their futures in code. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Anna Brailsford, CEO of Code First Girls. Welcome Anna. Hey, how you doing? Good. What is the mission of Code First Girls and how and where did you start it?
1: So uh, Code First Girls is actually one of the largest communities of coders in the UK and Ireland. Uh, and our mission is to give women both the skills but also the opportunities to be able to break typically into their first or second role within technology we're also non-profit so what that means is every penny spent with us typically by large organizations like uh, goldman sachs or bank of america is reinvested back into the education of women and it's through that program and through that reinvestment that over the years We've actually taught um, 30,000 women how to code for free.
0: Tell us about the nano degree concept. So the nano degree was
1: really born um, out of the findings that I'm sure that we had, there's a similar problem in the US, right? There's not enough women studying computer science. I know in the UK, the figures are around 19% of those studying computer science are women. And then what you find is that problem gets passed on into industry, organizations, female tech entrepreneurship which by the way is a whole different conversation which which I could probably go on for for, for a lot longer. So there's just simply not enough women studying that that subject. So we wanted to create something that was free. We wanted to create something that had the level of depth that would prepare women if they were going to interview Um, alongside a computer science degree student. And we wanna do that in two areas where we see uh, very, very big gaps at the moment. And the first is within software engineering. And the second area is uh, within data professionals. So that whether that be data science or data engineering.
0: You mentioned the nonprofit status. How do you get your funding?
1: It's mainly from the services that that we offer businesses. So we uh, we have products. Uh, which we sell to businesses. And businesses invest in those products in order to create female pipelines, in order to uh, give back to local communities. They might want to seed within particular universities. But at the end of the day, very publicly, what we say and what we go out to companies with is that we want to get more women into your organization. We want to get more women into software engineering and data roles. Um, and we're finding that investing in uh, our education programs uh, is, um, you know, one of the best ways to be able to achieve that. That's how we, we generate all our, our money. It's, it's through the services that we offer, um, like I said, very, very large companies.
0: So what methods do you use to place students and graduates?
1: So we, we are very, very selective about um, the, the women that get placed in our graduate programs. And by the way, we have different types of education, different types of educational intervention at different layers. So uh, for women that are curious about learning different tech stacks and different languages, we have things like massive open online courses to engage women so they can experience a range of different languages. Then we have sort of basic certifications, usually eight week certifications. And then the final layer is this 12 week nano degree layer. That nano degree layer has things like a tech assessment attached. Uh, We are basically profiling those women based on our client's needs in particular regions. Uh, And what we do is it's almost like matching. We're trying to match uh, the best possible talent that we have in the Code First Girls community uh, to the type of profile um, that companies really, really want to see take, taking these roles. And we do all of that before the women even commence the nana degree. And that's why we get such a high level of conversion off the back of the nano degree straight into to tech roles in organizations.
0: Also work with women who are in mid-career. W- what challenges do they face making a career change?
1: So that career switcher population has really ballooned uh, and it's it's ballooned particularly since um, the onset of COVID. So we are seeing a lot of women that would traditionally sit in maybe the hospitality or the retail sector, really wanting to retrain into technology. Um, They might have different considerations. You know, they've typically got at least sort of three years professional experience under their belt, if not more, Uh, but they're looking to essentially retrain to enter technology. Now, some of the reasons for that is because technology is largely seen as more of a future-proof career than I think a lot of the industries that, quite frankly, we've seen crumble uh, within the last year. So it's seen as kind of future-proofing. But I think some specific challenges for those women, if you want to reskill, is obviously time, uh, but also money. Uh, Time in the sense that they might have other commitments uh, vis-a-vis, say, a fresh grad or someone at uni um you know uh, they might have commitments in relation to children or or caring responsibilities and time like when we analyzed uh women doing these types of sort of 12-week courses a lot of these courses require these women to give up their jobs not to have caring responsibilities so we wanted to create something that was completely accessible and completely free and based on meritocracy whereby the best women in this space were going to be given these um sort of free nano degree spaces but nothing was going to stop them coming into it we didn't want to inhibit women and quite frankly we didn't want to penalize them for being a woman or being in work or having children
0: we were recently we were talking before this interview about your recent expansion into the united states tell us about that and the scholarship opportunities
1: so, I mean, that, that really came about as a wonderful accident. It um, <laughs> came about wonderfully organically in that we actually do uh, a lot of the uh, roles for Rolls-Royce in the UK around data. And the program was so successful. The nano degree program for Rolls-Royce female data candidates was so successful. Um, and the candidates got such a fantastic uh, reputation within Rolls-Royce that Rolls-Royce US came to us and said, look, can we replicate this program across the US? We took that back and um, we do actually have about 10 to 20% of our community that sits within the USA anyway, that we've taught over the years from UK colleges, UK universities that have gone back to their hometowns in the US. So we have a community. We also uh, launched a campaign, a two to three week campaign specifically around this. We were absolutely amazed. We were at least sort of three hundred percent oversubscribed for the Code First Girls US Nano Degree within a space of three weeks. And what that says to me is that the value of what we're offering and the need for this type of intervention has, you know, has never been more more clear in my eyes. In the US, in the UK, in other countries that that we've we've uh, launched this in as well.
0: So, what advice can you offer to women looking for careers in? data science or software development?
1: Obviously, my first point of advice is please join Code First Girls. Uh, It's written into our mission. It's in our DNA to try and help you as much as we possibly can. Um, We are constantly, every single day, creating new opportunities for you and creating funded opportunities for you. So we've been set up in that regard to to please come and join us. the second thing that I would say is uh, where possible, you know, learn another language, learn another area, be inquisitive. When we look uh, for the best possible candidates, uh, when we sift things like CVs for companies where we know a match will take place, a lot of that is based on, okay, have you taken part in a hackathon? Have you, have you ever built anything? Even if it's just rudimentary, can we see what you've built? Have you collaborated in a real world environment where we can see that you've worked with other women to, to build projects? You know, are you learning, learning JavaScript on the side? Are you, do you have a curiosity where, where you really want to take this and you really, really want to, um, you know, develop a career and, and, and develop a level of professionalism around it? So that's what we look for is it's more the mindset than the existing knowledge. It's more of the ability to get stuck in and to learn on the job. That's what we really, really are looking for.
0: Anna Brailsford, CEO of Code First Girls. If somebody wants to connect with you, Anna, maybe they want to find out more about your work. How can they do that?
1: Well, please visit our website, codefirstgirls.org.uk. Equally, please feel free to add me on LinkedIn. Um, Just look for Anna Brailsford. Unfortunately, I'm the only one.
0: (laughs) So you'll be able to find me pretty easily. Thanks again for your time, Anna. Thank you very much. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.